hey, um, Merry Christmas. Uh, I, I did, yeah, say that this morning, but if you've just arrived and you've just come in, we want to wish you a very Merry Christmas this morning from all of the leadership here at Hope Community. Um, it is such an honour and privilege to bring you God's Word today. I'm really excited um, to bring you what the Lord has laid on my heart. And I'm just really pumped to see all your smiling faces looking back at me. So I just see beautiful Nikki over there just big smile on her face. And we're just filled with joy today. Um, I just, yeah, I'm just so happy to be around your church family today. And for some of us, you, you might be going into your family. Or for some, it's, it's your one hour here today that you can spend um, with family. So I just, I hope you just have a real blessed day um, today. My name is Tamara Haddon and I'm Associate Pastor here at Hope Community. It's such an honour to walk alongside some of you and um, yeah, just really pumped for today and what the Lord will do here in this house. Um, I, I just want to share this week, um, my family and I ducked to Burpengary shops uh, at lunchtime to to keep our tradi- uh, Christmas tradition alive. Um, we, only, we only have a few, but this is the main one. Um, every year, my family go to the shops and um, we get our free, our free Santa pick. And um, I, I don't know, we started doing this when we had our children and it just kept on going. Usually most families stop. Um, maybe at, you know, when they've turned five or six or all the kids like, no, that's embarrassing. We are not doing that ever again. Usually it stops, but not for our family. It's just kept on going. And so each year um, I drag um, the family to get our annual Christmas um, pick. So this is our, this is our, apart from coming to church on Christmas Day, this is our other Christmas tradition. And our, and our tradition is who, you might be thinking, who are the random people with your family? They are whoever is living in our home with us. If they are living in our home in December, they have to come into the photo too. So beautiful Amy is not here today, but the middle one is this year. Um, Amy made it into our family pick. So we've just got a collection of these um, pictures. So that's our that's one of our um, Christmas traditions. You might be sitting there going, oh, do we have one? What's ours? You might have some. Usually it's got maybe with food, um, but ours isn't with food because I'm not a real good cook. So unfortunately, my children don't have that in our house. I'm sorry, but this is ours. Um, but it got me thinking, you know, uh, what are some other Christmas traditions? But I thought like around the world. Um, so I just did a bit of research and I found I found two that I'd never heard of before. You may, you may have heard of these. In the capital of Venezuela, they roller skate to church. Like, what the heck? Like, the streets are closed and they go to Christmas service and they strap on their roller skates and they glide there. Like, praise the Lord that we did not have to do that this morning because maybe I might be speaking to three of us who are really good roller skaters. Like, you might be down the street, like, still, like, you know, to increase your prayer life. Like, Lord, please don't make me break a hip on the way to church this morning. But apparently in Venezuela, this is a thing. Like, they did that today. They, roller, they rollerbladed to church. That's pretty cool. This is another one that blew my mind. Um, in Poland, you might know this if you're from that area, and, and I believe the tradition is still alive. In Poland, on Christmas Day, carp is a really special um, meal on the table for lunch. Um, that's the fish. Um, carp, right? So you'd think that they would just go to the shops and buy the carp and then put it on the, you know, cook it up and put it on the plate. But no, not in Poland. 
Some families, I believe that this tradition is still alive, that they buy the fish two to three days beforehand. They bring it home and they fill the bathtub and they put the carp in the bathtub fresh and they just let the carp swim around like so the pet cat can maybe come and play with it or the children, but they keep the carp fresh in the bathtub for two to three days. You can Google it. I had to Google it to go, yeah, come on, like, right. But, but there is, it is still alive. Has anyone else heard of that or come from Poland? But it's a thing, I think. Um, so praise the Lord, none of us have fish in our bathtub right now, or maybe some of us do. I don't know. <laughs> but this is a thing. And then eventually it gets... Um, to the plate. And then the final one, I didn't know about this one, but I'll share it with you. In 1974, um, Japan actually did their first ever Christmas campaign from KFC on Christmas Day. They just thought, let's just offer a box of chicken on Christmas Day as a thing. Um, The Japanese loved it uh, ever since 1974, and bucks of chicken get Um, sold a lot uh, Christmas Eve, Christmas Day in Japan from KFC. So for the KFC lovers, um, just head to Japan and you can eat a lot of KFC on uh, Christmas Day. But, you know, like like any of these traditions, one person started it. One person thought, I'll go and buy that fish and I'll fill my bathtub and I'll put it in the bathtub and the others thought, well, that's a cool idea, I'll join you. One person thought, you know what, it'd be fun to roller skate to church today. (laughs) Like, let's do that. A few people cottoned on and now the police are involved, they close the street. Someone in our family 16 years ago thought, hey, wouldn't it be cool to go down and and get a Santa pick with the family? Someone thought of that. You know, but but there are man-made, your traditions in your Christmas house, majority of them are are man-made So one generation thought of it. It will only take one generation to forget about it. And I had the realisation in a fresh way this week, writing this word, that one day, one day, my great, 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 great grandkids will stumble upon a little plastic box in a house with dust on it and they'll, they'll wipe the dust off it and they'll crack it open and they'll see a pile of Santa pics of a random silly family. And they'll think, what the heck is this? This is ridiculous. And they'll just throw it out. Gone. They'll throw it in the bin. And my Christmas tradition with my family will be finished. And I came to the realisation this week that this will not go on and on and on and on, that one day, one generation in my family line will throw them out because they're not eternal. Things of this world will not last forever because they're man-made. They're not eternal. And today, it is my absolute honour and privilege to share with you God's love that is eternal and will go on and on and on through all generations. It is eternal. It will last forever. And the verse that I want to share with you today is the entire summary of the gospel in 24 words. 
And this verse that I'm going to share with you, Billy Graham's mother shared it with him every Saturday night as she washed him in the bathtub on a farm in America. And she repeated these words over her son, 24 words of the entire gospel. And we know what Billy Graham did with them. He shared them with all. And you may know what I'm about to to share with you today, but for some here in this room, these may be, this may be the very first time that you'll have heard this word. And if you do not know any of the Bible, if you have not memorized a single bit of it, I encourage you to memorize these 24 words. It's a summary of God's message. For God so loved the world that He gave His one and only Son that whoever believes in him, shall not perish, but have eternal life. And it comes from John 3, 16. For God, for God, do you believe in God? Do you believe in God? The Bible says he's the creator of all things. In the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth. And we see his creation when we look to the stars and the clouds and nature just in awe of his masterpiece. The Bible says he created us in his own image, male and female. He is our heavenly father. He's our protector. He is our guide. For God so loved the world. And his love is not just for the select few. God's love doesn't play favourites in our family. It's not bound to one culture, one tribe or one nation. It doesn't depend on your income, your title, your status, your colour, your gender. God's love is for everyone. From that little boy playing in the streets to India to the, to the mum or dad raising the kids in Burpengary, it extends to all. For God so loved the world that he gave his one and only son. And today we celebrate the birth of Jesus Christ. You know, out of God's love for us, he sent his one and only son. You know, let's just stop and reflect of the heart of the father in that moment. Today, you might wrestle sharing your last bit of pork crackling with your family member. Let's be honest. Come on. Let's be honest. Yeah, someone's nodding. Yeah, it's tough. We wrestle with these things. We are selfish by nature. God gave his one and only son. Son. God's gift to us, Jesus Christ. And no doubt you will receive some gifts today. Kids, you, you, you have probably opened up some gifts today. But can I just remind us that nothing, nothing in this world will top the gift of Jesus Christ. Nothing. The purpose of giving His Son was to make God's great gift of eternal life available to everyone. For God so loved the world that he gave his one and only son that whoever 
Whoever believes in him, whoever means you and I, any person, anyone here today, anyone listening online, anyone who will watch this online after Christmas Day, and to believe in him, to believe in him means to personally put your trust in him. Do you personally trust in Jesus Christ? Do you rest in this trust? He is worthy of our trust. Yet so much more happens when we put our faith and our trust in Jesus Christ. John 7.38 says, He who believes in me, as the Scriptures had said, watch what happens, out of his heart will flow rivers of living water. When we surrender our lives and rest in Him, the Holy Spirit comes and dwells inside of us, producing the fruit of righteousness and then beginning to transform us into His Christ-likeness. Our hearts are changed, His love comes down, our lives redeemed, new beginnings start, hearts restored, hope found, prodigals come home, His peace floods our heart, spiritual gifts are poured out, families reunited, our, t- our eternity changed in a moment. Let's not underestimate the fullness of what this gift of His Son brings into our life if if, if we will receive it. Two days ago, I went for a walk um, to the lakes and there was a bench seat at the top of the lakes where I go. And just before I left the house, I just felt prompted to take a Bible with me. And um, I felt prompted to leave the Bible at the top of the lakes on the bench seat. So I thought, okay, that's cool. Um, So off I go, going for a walk. I had my little Bible in my pocket and I'm just walking up to the lakes, and I'm like, I've got that seat in mind. And then next minute, this woman just beelines me and comes in front of me. And I'm like, oh, Lord. Like, like the plan was no one was going to be around, and I was just going to really quietly just place this Bible on the seat when no one was looking. But this woman's like walking, and she's walking, and she's coming, and then she just goes, oh, and just sits on the bench seat. And I'm like, Lord, no. So then I'm like, oh, Lord, what do I do now? I knew, what I, I knew what I had to do. Oh, but this wrestle began, you know. So I just go and sit like 50 metres away on this rock. And, you know, the bench seat was over here. And I'm sitting over here with this Bible in my pocket. And I knew I had to put it over there. And I'm sitting on this rock. And she's just looking at the lake. And I'm just looking out to the lake as well. And I'm looking over at her. Then I'm looking out to the lake, looking over to her. And I'm like, oh, Lord, help me. And I wish I could say a Bible scripture popped into my head, but it was Matt Damon's words from We Bought a Zoo. And, um, and, and his voice came into my mind. And it said, all you need is 20 seconds of courage. 20 seconds of courage. 20 seconds of courage. 20 seconds of courage. So this wrestle was back and forth for a good five minutes. I'm like, this is not going to plan. And I'm like, okay, I'm doing it. So I go over and I'm like, hello, 
Hi. Um, I just felt prompted this afternoon as I came out for my walk to bring a Bible with me. And I just wanted to leave it on this seat. But you're actually sitting on this seat. <laughs> so I would just love to either give you it or if you don't want it, you can just keep it on the seat for someone else that might come and who'd like it. Um, but I just wanted to do that. And she looks at with me with a smile and she said, oh, awesome. That's cool. Well, yeah, you, you can just leave it on the seat for someone else. That, that's awesome. No worries. I'm like, okay, well, you have a Merry Christmas and I'm just going to put it right there. Okay, bless you. And she's like, bless you. Okay, bye. And then I just did this. Do not look back. Do not look back. Do not look back. Do not look back. That's what I did. That's what I'm doing. Right. Do not look back and pray, pray. Lord, help her pick it up. Help her to pick it up. Help her pick her up. And for the rest of the 30 minutes on my walk home, my prayer was, Lord, help her pick her up. Help her pick her up. It's your word. Help her receive it. It's, it help her, help her, help her. Pick it up, pick it up. I have no idea what she did with that Bible. All I do know is I went back for a walk and it wasn't there. Now, I don't know, it could be anywhere. But my prayer is that this Christmas she may have received it because it's a choice. We have a choice. He doesn't slam it down our throats. He, it, it's a choice. And I'm praying that la lady will receive it and, and then maybe that Bible is in her home today. And it's because God, God delights in you. He delights in you. He loves you. You know, He sees you. And He's got you. He, he knows everything about you. And today I want to encourage you, if you've never let Him into your heart before, that maybe today, Christmas Day 2022, might be the day that you receive him into your heart because his heart is actually desiring intimacy with you. And Jesus has come to satisfy our spiritual need, a, a living relationship with God as his Holy Spirit comes and lives inside of us. For God so loved the world that he gave his one and only son that whoever believes in him shall not perish but have eternal life. Eternity. Do you ever think about that? There was a man called Arthur Stace who wrote that word eternity over half a million times on the streets of Sydney in chalk to make people start thinking about eternity. Every year we take time, don't we, to prepare our insurances. Some of us have written wills. We take time to prepare our bank accounts. We take time to invest in our homes. We take time um, to invest in a lot of things. But I want to ask you today, have you ever taken time to stop and think about your eternity and how you've responded to the invitation of eternal life? John 17, 3 says, Now this is eternal life that they know you, the only true God and Jesus Christ whom you have sent. Eternal life is the life of abundant joy and immeasurable blessing in the presence of God forever. 
Like I said before, in the beginning, God saw all that he had made and it was very good. But as most of us know, it didn't stay good. Just turn on the news for two minutes and you'll see that. Sin and death entered the world through Adam and Eve. And the Bible says we have all sinned and we've all fallen short, every single one of us. And because of this, just like Adam and Eve, we too have become separated from God. But God loved us so much that he had a rescue plan. The birth of Jesus Christ is God's great rescue plan for all mankind. And this is why he came. This is what we are celebrating today, God's gift to us. He was the perfect sacrifice for our sins, for our wrongs. And by putting our faith and trust in him, he brings us back. He forgives our sins. He bridges the gap between us and our heavenly father. He is our redeemer, our saviour, our hope in a fallen world, our peace, our prince of peace when it's all chaos around us. I am so thankful that a miracle happened in my life and only, only by the grace of God that I put my faith and trust and surrendered my life when I was 30. And on the very same day in a completely different setting, my husband did the same thing. What a miracle. And then I'm so thankful now that my two kids have put their faith and trust in Jesus Christ. It's not my faith. They've had to walk that out themselves. I'm so, so thankful. I'm reminded again this year that nothing, nothing at all, whatever I receive today, nothing will ever top this gift of his son Jesus and, and, and eternal life. And it's a love that will last forever and ever and ever. And this is the message then we carry. You know, he's commissioned us as believers to go into all the world and share this good news, share this message. You know, some, some of us have had a tough year this year. And like I said before, I do feel so honoured and privileged to walk beside some of you through your deepest valleys and I love dancing with you on your highest mountaintops. But I know for some of you it's, a, it's been a hard slog this year. I, um, I spoke to my father-in-law uh, just after they lost everything in the floods this year near Shepparton. And um, my heart on the phone was just really breaking for him. And I just wanted them to know on the phone, I felt helpless, that um, we were thinking of them and that I was really praying and interceding that those waters would go around his house. I was full of faith, they're gonna go around, they're gonna go around. And I was really praying and interceding for them. And, and I was just heartbroken to, to hear that the waters didn't go around, they just went straight through. And um, quite high, and they lost majority of their belongings and most of the neighbourhood, as we know on the news. And thankfully, they own a caravan, so right now, they might be even tuning in today, um, they are living in a caravan in front of their house because their house obviously is on that journey of being rebuilt to the new normal. And I just told him, you know, how sorry I was to hear that. You know, my heart was really breaking for him. But this is what he replied back to me over the phone the day that I rang him when I found out the news. 
he said this back to me in a very cheery disposition. He said, well, Tam, it's just stuff. This isn't our home anyway. My home is in heaven and it'll be much better than this one. Like, is that an eternity perspective? I couldn't think of a better one today. So on, on Christmas Day today, I, I want to encourage you to keep going. Don't give up. Keep walking and talking with Jesus. Keep close to Him because He won't let you down. And as believers, you carry His light and His love and His peace. And wherever you walk today, if you are going and visiting family, you are His ambassador. You are His representative. You are bringing His joy, His peace. And there are many people who are searching for hope and peace and comfort. And not just today, but let's, let's be a people that carry His anointing on our words that bring life. Speak life to people around you today. For others listening here today um, or online, and, and this might be all new to you. You might have come in today and, and, and it's like a whole new world. I understand that feeling. I want to give you an opportunity um, to receive Jesus today, Christmas Day 2022. For those who haven't put their faith and trust in Jesus and would like to, in a moment right now, it can begin with a prayer. And it might be your very first prayer, your very first communication with the living God. And you can say that right now in your seat. And all you have to do is out loud, just repeat these words from me with a surrendered heart saying, today, God, I surrender. I surrender. So you can just repeat these words. Lord, thank you for sending your son for me. Forgive me for living this life without you as Lord. Today, I surrender. Today, I wanna invite Jesus into my heart to live. Lord, I say yes. I receive your gift to me today of your son, Jesus. Today, I place you as Lord of my life. Thank you for eternal life. Amen. And if you've said that prayer, if in your heart, the Lord is doing something right now, come and speak to one of our leaders. You might have come with a Christian today. Just maybe share it with them. I know it can be daunting coming down the front, but just maybe share it with them. But we do have some new life packs down here or at the front in the foyer on the welcome desk and you can take that home. And um, it's a new day for you. But tell someone, that's my prayer for you to tell someone, tell another Christian what you just prayed. So I just wanna leave you with the Apostle Paul's words. 
that we can re- be reminded that our man-made traditions, they will come to an end one day. But in His words, this is what He said, three things will last forever without end. On and on and on. Faith, hope and love. But He says the greatest of all these is love. So why don't we stand and I'd love to pray a a blessing over you today. Well, Lord, I thank You, Jesus, for Your Word. I thank You, it's truth, God. And Father, I lift up anybody here, Lord Jesus, who is coming into a relationship with You today. Father, would You bless them, Lord. I thank You, Father, that You, Holy Spirit, have come and You've dwelled inside of them. And new beginnings, they start today. They are a new creation The old has gone, the old has gone, and the new is here. Father God, I lift up the others of us, God, that we have in our lifetime have said this prayer, we we have surrendered. Lord, would You remind us, Father, what we carry today. Lord, You live in in each one of us, God, the living God. And Father, I pray blessing, God, on every single encounter with another person today, Jesus, in their families, in their gatherings, Holy Spirit. Father, would You move in their hearts so they can be extensions of Your love today. I just see people going into family gatherings today and and some people may have never hugged another family member before. And I just see people going in and just hugging people, saying, Merry Christmas. And they're doing it in a new way. So Father God, I I, I pray for new ways today to share Your love to all around us. Father, we give You thanks for this year, Lord. And we, we look forward with great, great anticipation, expectation for 2023. Pray a blessing on us in Jesus' name we pray. Amen, amen.